Hey Lins one and all, welcome, welcome, welcome to season 4 of your favorite podcast, Godfidence. I'm your host, Matthew Williams, Williams Perez. The season's theme is Approaching God with Confidence because He is my... Yes, you got it right. He's my CEO. This week, we are going to be discussing God as my CEO with our amazing guest, kingdom entrepreneur and big time author and publisher, Miss Crystal Day. So get comfortable to just take in the nuggets she has to share. You won't be disappointed. And we begin with pep talk. Let's go right into the So as we discuss God as a CEO in this episode, I don't want to leave anyone out of the loop that knowing that a CEO is the highest ranking executive in a company uh, the, the primary responsibility is to really make the major corporate decisions manage the overall operations and the reserves of the company right and they also communicate between the public and with the board of directors so they're the public face of the company and so as god is our ceo he should be the one managing our resources overall operations be the one who makes the major corporate decisions. So, you know, it's really a good way of looking at God, ensuring that we know He is a CEO in our businesses as kingdom entrepreneurs. And stemming from this, we have Proverbs 3, verse 6, which says, In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. And then we also have Psalms 37, verse 5. Commit your ways to the Lord. Trust in Him also and He will do it. So God really wants to act on our behalf and be the face of our lives and our businesses so we can boldly approach Him with this in our mind, this truth that for sure that He will do it and He will direct our paths. He wants to be our CEO. So let's just get right into talking with Crystal Day. somewhere in between I'm like God I can't do this I need you and honestly I wouldn't I did not come up with the term God is my CEO God had to be my CEO because I didn't know what I was doing to be honest well that's awesome good afternoon Miss Day how are you hi Matthew I'm doing good thank you awesome and welcome to Godfidence Listen, I'm excited to be here. You know, I'm so proud of you doing this, to put in all consistently. And I'm not going to tell a lie. You know, me I say, Martin, I invite me to podcast. You know, me I'm pre, me I'm pre, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, nothing before God's timing. So, yes, thank you. I'm happy to be here. I was trying to find the right, the suitable thing. That's tough. fine, but that's easy, dear. Yeah. And everyone, she is the one who had introduced me to life coaching. All right, so we're having this conversation today about approaching God with confidence. And you look at God as your CEO. Well, before we go diving into this topic, just tell persons about who you are. 
Ooh. So I tell people when you ask me about who I am, you know, you have to ask about which aspect of me because I'm so multifaceted, right? So um, <laughs> there's a ministry version, um, you know, there's a business, then there's just Crystal, the fun side. So um, I, I like to start my story um, that I was, you know, grew up in a humble beginning in you know, the toughest communities in um, Kingston, Jamaica. Yeah. Um, you know, I lived in Arnett Gardens, um, Jungle, as they call it, Maxfield Avenue. And uh, I like to start my story there because I don't take for granted who your listeners are. And sometimes yeah. persons write themselves off based on where they are from or based on the circumstances that they would have um, experienced in life. So I grew up in poverty. I grew up sleeping on the floor. I grew up um, you know, many days not able to go to school without lunch money. And that was my reality. And uh, one thing I could say, you know, I give God thanks for the parents that I had that pushed me to pursue education. But even with education, um, the truth is, if you don't know Jesus Christ, you will find yourself doing all the things that the world says you are supposed to do yeah. and not realizing that you are living yes a successful in quote life according to the world but empty and purposeless and coming into a relationship with jesus christ even it it i would say it enhanced um or it gave me the revelation of who i truly am and even the mistakes that I would have made, you know, I'm doing an abortion, you know, I've experienced abuse and, you know, you've been promiscuous, these things, I found a relationship with Jesus Christ made me brand new. Uh, my, my mindset was new. My outlook on life was new. And as a result, I'm now able to impact lives with my story. And I like to start my story there. So let persons know that in no matter what ha- happened in your life, that God still has a plan for you. And and God can use you and you can become that God confident woman or man that God has called you to be. Uh, I am a publisher, so I've been I operate I've been operating my publishing company for five years. I've published over 200 authors, um, not just in Jamaica but um, globally, right? Um, from Canada, England, Holland, New Zealand, you know, quite a few clients. Um, I'm also yeah, I'm also an international speaker. I'm a five, I'm an eight-time author, five-time best-selling award-winning author. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm a book coach and brand strategist. So those are some of the things that I do. A corporate trainer. Um, I'm a podcaster also. I host the Diary yeah. for Jesus Girl podcast. So those are some of the things. And of course, so um, you know, I am the mother of Princess Crystal. I'm very <laughs> um, ambitious um intelligent nine-year-old awesome you have a lot of hats (laughs) yes i don't know how you balance all of that uh balance um the truth is uh, while it seems like a lot what i've realized is that once you're operating your giftings and understanding your seasons in life then it doesn't feel like a lot right um with also proper organization um i would say time management because i don't always have the best time management <laughs> but you just want to operate in different seasons right and when yeah. you understand your seasons are able to discern it doesn't always feel like a lot of course there are days when you know um 
it becomes pressuring you have a lot of clients deadlines and stuff there are times when it, it's almost like you're at the university you know some courses are you just breeze through yeah. and then they have some other courses if you do all night <laughs> yes. it's just is that's how i view what i do or view life there are seasons of um just extreme busyness and then you have seasons where you just grace straight awesome yes. and I, I guess i guess because you have god as your ceo it's even <laughs> more easy so let's talk about that why yes. why did you come up with referring to god as your ceo so let me be honest so when i won let me be real while so from ninth grade my story regarding entrepreneurship yeah. started in ninth grade at alpha academy ooh, ooh, right at <laughs> the convent of mercy academy and in ninth grade i was exposed to pob and and and, and yeah. which is principles of business and principles of account and i was introduced to the concept of entrepreneurship having your own business and yeah. since then i believe that a seed was planted that one day i would have a, my own business let me confess something and I don't laugh. I always want to own a restaurant because I love my belly. <laughs> right? So I'm like, why? And I like to cook. So I really like to cook and I love eat food. So I'm like, one day I'll open a restaurant, right? Still not too late. But it's yeah. definitely not too late because my both brothers are actually chefs, right? Oh. So both of them actually um, work internationally as chefs. Awesome. So fast forward um you know working in nine to five you go through college entrepreneurship is not on your mind you don't have any family that is an entrepreneur you know you grow yeah. up in a, like my money mindset wise you're just always in debt you're not making the best decision but in 2016 i i you know did a little retreat and i heard the lord saying you know you're gonna go into full-time entrepreneurship so part of me was excited part of me was scared um yeah. Because I was like, what kind of business am I going to have? I don't have money to start a restaurant. No, et cetera, et cetera. Um, long story short, the, 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 the desire for entrepreneurship started to become even more burdensome. And if anybody has have a relationship with Christ, it's almost like when he tells you to do something, while he gives you a choice, it's almost like he doesn't give you a choice. Like, <laughs> you know, there. it's just there. It, the desire is just there. And I found myself searching on the internet. And But what was scary for me was that he was saying that I would actually leave my job by the end of the year. Wow. And that for me was like crazy because I'm a single mom. Um, yeah. You know, I wanted to finish my master's in business. Um, I just had bought a new car. I worked with government. Um, you know, I had a house mortgage. So financially, it was very, very scary. Yeah. Um, you know, I hired a business coach and she was a person, I was actually in the process of writing, publishing my new book, right? I'd hire a publisher internationally. And, but I was studying the publishing process because even though somebody was doing it, I felt like she wasn't helping me to understand what I was doing. So I started to buy a lot of courses about publishing and writing and stuff. Yeah. And it was, I actually realized that I was called to coaching and because I'd started to speak, you know, persons were paying me, you know, minimal to speak and stuff. And then I had this book coming out. I'm like, okay, how could I maximize? And that's why I hired a business coach somewhere in between. She said, why don't you help people to publish their books? And I'm like, uh, no, I don't know about that. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> right. But it's like, you know and this is why you, you give god thanks for the holy spirit when a lot of people ask how do you hear from god 
understand that God will use people to plant a seed in your heart, right? He will use. And I remember that night going home and that thing about publishing could not come off my mind. I decided to go and pray on it and God is like, yep, that's what you need to do. And I'm like, no, God, I'm not, I'm not, you know, like call to that. Yeah. Um, again, just to cut the story short, uh, Matthew, when you know the the year went by and I realized more and more, and God sent confirmation by I don't this is now me doing the work, you know, got a contract done, um, hiring, you know, just kind of putting together things, packages for the, the the publishing company, but I did not tell anybody but my friends, and I kid you not two pastors came to me out of the blues and say you know i was praying to the lord and the lord said you should order you should help me to birth my book and i'm mm. like what what do you mean i'm <laughs> not understand and yeah i'm like i kid you not nothing was on social media there was nothing to indicate that this was something i said to these pastors you know that over like it would have been about two months after that i have had every package everything ready and um you know i didn't put it out there i was like well um and god sent another pastor so three of them came to me basically a week after another and this was a confirmation that i need so how did god become my ceo in this business that i started to pursue and, and and it was very hard and very scary i realized i was not starting a business because it was my yeah. desire i was starting a business because of obedience because i believe that this was what the lord had me to do and yeah. in this i think in researching on, on on google to say boy you know how can you put god like i literally google mm. how can you put god first in your business right oh. is there something as christian entrepreneurs um i didn't i wanted to be very different from what i saw and in researching yeah. i came upon um you know I, I remember a lady and she was the one that i saw referring to her business as um god as a ceo and then there was another um platform i found a, a podcast called church for entrepreneurs and yeah. you know the kingdom driven and i'm like whoa this is this is a thing you know yeah. <laughs> this is a thing and yeah that's how i i, I kind of so it was out of obedience and me realizing this is not my idea i did not sit down write a business plan that that, that which yeah. i eventually did you know because that's part of you know practicality of business yeah. but it started because of obedience and that's why i believe that god had to be my ceo because mm -hmm. i didn't know what i was doing to be honest well, that's awesome because he was even sending in the clients in the first part. Listen. So I can straight believe he was being a CEO from the start. <laughs> yes. He didn't realize, but yeah. And it's really good that he actually stepped in and showed that he was managing this for you. And so. Yeah. And here's, I should interject, sorry. Um, there was this thing in my spirit, I got a word to say the holy spirit gave me competitive advantage yeah and i was like lord what does that mean but i'm very competitive i tell people i don't play a game like i don't pray that me like any game i play if me don't win me ball <laughs> so wow no. that's levels of yeah yeah man i don't i don't play it like i don't want to play a game because it meant 
me and my family are pay taboo <laughs> and me I tell you me and Crystal live on the same side and me get mad like look at girl you know <laughs> some of the things so I understood the the idea of competitiveness and when the Holy Spirit um started to show me that guess what God is all knowing God is all powerful God is everything if I can tap into the power of the Holy Spirit that means I could have an advantage over others yeah. um especially people of the world because God will download things in me strategies in me that you know that others have not even thought about because yes. of the God that I serve and boy I've seen that definitely and so this this thing about because you mentioned it about being led by the Holy Spirit and sometimes persons might be influenced by the Holy Spirit just give a little more light on that because persons normally ask how can I actually hear or be led by God well listen I tell you so we know that um we are taught that the trinity right I know trinity yeah. is not in the bible so y'all theologians don't come at me right <laughs> um but the, the the concept of trinity was um taught to us to kind of help us to understand that god is a triune being so there's yeah. god the father the abba we call him jehovah then there's jesus christ the son um who died for our sins and then there's the, the holy spirit when jesus said in john and um, that he has to leave so that you know the helper will come yeah. um to to live in us but also to dwell among us to help us to lead us in truth and yes. how are we led by the spirit one we have to acknowledge that he's not a like a voodoo son no or you know a ghost yeah. can we know we call it holy ghost but he's not he's not a ghost right yeah, he's a spirit true. um that lives in us that he's alive and he's well and he has emotions and he has thoughts and he the word of god says that he's the person right that is among us walking on this earth that is leading us to hear yeah. and how to discern god's will so how can we practically um do this holy spirit one don't always expect that you're going to hear god's voice audibly you know like 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 how moses heard you know yeah like god does a, some he speaks through that intuition and if you are a bible believing holy you are a bible believing if you have accepted jesus christ as your lord and savior the holy spirit automatically comes and lives in you and dwells in you and he you grow Be- when you grow to hear him more when you desire to have a relationship with him spend time with him read the bible you know um feed yourself the th- things that you have to feed the spirit so that the flesh will die and the more the flesh dies right or the flesh crucify the more you are able to trust because it comes back down to faith you know um Matthew you have to yeah. trust that the word of god says in um proverbs that our steps are being ordered by him yeah. You understand? Um, we have to trust that our, the thoughts that are now influencing us are coming from Him, and you know these thoughts are coming from Him when one it brings glory to God, it builds the kingdom, right? It 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 is it is that inkling, that confidence that you have that hold on. I could not have listen, Matthew. I could I would not have been called. I would not even consider myself as a speaker. The Holy Spirit is the person that has given me the boldness to speak yes. you understand what i'm saying yes. if when i was let me know let me tell you how i know this is crystal the holy spirit led versus crystal you know um in high school when i was graduating high school i graduated as the top girl at the class they, they were nominating me for valedictorian and i said 
no why because i was going to, i was being asked to speak you know the valedictorian had to speak yeah, I had to and speak. i told him yeah. i nobody could pay me to speak in public you understand yes. so yes. now i speak for a living i've done at least three four podcast interviews on a weekly basis this is not crystal if you understand this is not crystal yeah. this is the holy spirit holy crystal. crystal yeah yeah so if somebody is asking how do i know one you find that you're doing things that your natural self just not not you know you wouldn't just think yeah, of that capable of it. capable of it by yourself two you find that you're you're enthused about building up people building up kingdom bringing god glory you think say the enemy wants you to do that you think satan i'm gonna tell you for that of course not so these are some of the little ways that you would know that you are being led by god but here's the thing by faith you trust those thoughts that are coming to your mind and if you're not quite sure if it is god measure it to the word is it something that is contradictory to the word god will not tell you to stop somebody god will not tell you to go into our bed of fornication god will not tell you understand there are some because those are not aligned to his character but if it's something that's beneficial to him and his kingdom, then I believe that it is his spirit leading you. Yes, awesome. Thank you very much for that. And I hope everyone has that understanding that it has to be aligned with his word and that it is what thoughts that he has towards us and so on. Yes. And so how does it really, now him taking the place as CEO, how does it affect everything? How, how does it really guide you in that sense? Um, what do you do? Do you go to him first before <laughs> so a decision? So let me confess. Let me confess. I don't always get it right. Meaning, there are days when I get overwhelmed and me not telling a lie. I get caught up in everything that industry is doing and I don't remember to check in with God. Let me confess. Mm. Them always say, confess and shame the devil, right? <laughs> Speak the truth and shame the devil. So, I don't want people to think that I always get the CEO thing right. To be honest, when I just started, I felt like I got it right and then the more I sometimes not seeing the results that i want or sometimes i look at what people are doing and i'm like "Hmm, let me try their way and i don't always consult god but um you know this is why you know god's mercy and his grace is so 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 important because even in those days that i've strayed and you know followed others and stuff he lovingly and, and some, sometimes not lovingly, sometimes it convicts me to repentance and, you know, you know, want to be corrected. But for the most part, he lovingly reminds me who is in charge. So what does that look like? Um, yes, praying, not just praying for the business, but praying for the impact the business will have praying for the clients that you have, like individually praying for them, right? Um, praying for a prospective clients praying for creative ideas and it's not always oh i have to spend one 20 hours in prayer so no sometimes is just um you know just before you hop on a call with somebody you say holy spirit lead me here you yeah. know um i also don't want people to believe that god being a ceo mean your business has to be like a faith-based christian business because you he could call you to to open a bakery right which 
is not necessarily a bakery where people are going to come get scriptures per se, you know? Um, yeah, but it could just be a way, your your baking skills is just a way that you bring him glory and how you treat your clients, right? How you 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 um how you treat people that come into that um bakery is is what makes the difference you understand um i like to give the example of picture somebody at a at a church you are wiping the church on a daily basis sometimes a person that clean the church people don't even think that they're important but think about if you i'm cleaning the church and as i'm wiping that church i'm praying that lord every person that um is it comes into church tomorrow morning they will experience you god i pray yeah. that you will touch that is god's nobody needs to see the person that's cleaning that's praying you know you understand but you best believe the seed is being planted and that holy spirit that prayer is going up in heaven and the holy spirit is just doing what he needs to do so god is my ceo one is a hard posture of saying um god i want you to lead me you know how you want me to go um there are some people like i believe myself that god has called to serve christians to help christians understand the concept of not compromising their faith to build a brand to build a business that's my yeah. calling right but i do have clients that are coaches that are not calling themselves christian coaches but based on their conduct based on you know the things that they do um, outside of with their clients that's the way that they bring God glory but the main thing is that one through prayer through obedience too because you have to be open to do things that are not the world so yeah example when I when I did decide to start the, the publishing company the Lord told me that I should not take royalties no that concept of not taking royalties made no sense to me <laughs> right because one the the, the 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 um the contract that i had with my publisher she was getting 50 percent of my royalties plus i was paying her right um secondly every research that i was doing i peep that's all um publishers made their money through royalties so even the business coach i was working with and i told her this she's like that not make no sense that oh you're gonna make money and i said honestly the lord told me to charge people for the services and allow them to the the, to get their royalties that's how that's their thing i should just help them to put the message out there no i see a lot of companies um putting it out there or oh, you know they are i i didn't even know no i see t people talking <laughs> about hybrid model and you know yeah. a lot of people are not taking royalties no but i kid you not matthew in 2016 when i was doing this i did not see it everybody yeah, thought i was crazy right but that was the holy spirit leading me you're actually ahead of the gang <laughs> yes <laughs> that's the thing about the Holy Spirit and he brings it because he's yes. the one who sees before yes. and after and <laughs> me and you know the similar thing happened to me when I started coaching right yes yeah. when I was doing coaching in Jamaica I was researching I found like probably one or two persons that were calling themselves coaches but when I researched them they were talking about the universe and law of yeah. attraction yeah. and I did not know what new age was. Let me tell you, I did not, I did not hear the term new age before, but something about them saying the universe and those things just never sat right with me. Right? So this is why even when I decided to become a coach, I was very, 
clear that I wanted to be a Christian coach. I did certification for Christian coaching. Now, imagine me in Jamaica in 2016 calling myself a Christian coach. Nobody in Jamaica. You just started to come out at that time. Yes. Like, Christian Christian what? Actually, people, I I know of people that were supposed to, you know, men and my bridging and stuff. They went on social media and they they made posts, but nobody can be Christian coaching. Christian, Christian, Christian and life coaching is not a thing. You know, life coaching is of the devil. Like, people, like, may I tell you, when I said them attacked me, I was attacked. (laughs) I know, you know, um, God would have used me in the Jamaican space and a lot of um, Christian coaches, including yourself, are now coming forward. All because of your obedience. (laughs) And you took the blows for us. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) I must say. Thank you for tuning in so far. Let's hear about how we can instate God as our CEO. Continue to listen as Miss Crystal Day drops some nuggets for us. And I do believe in everything that we must have a balanced perspective. But also, think about if you do your research, there are over, I think the last over 300 ways or more that God refer himself in the Bible. He calls himself um, El Roy. He calls himself El Shaddai. He calls himself, um, you know, the, the kings of kings. He calls himself the Lord. The, he's a shepherd. He calls himself, um, you know, the Lord of judgment. Like there's so many names of God in the Bible that it is, you, you could, you cannot fathom how is he the God of judgment and the God of love at the same time? Yeah. If you understand what I mean. So when I when you think about any term that you're going to use with God, you are just me calling him my CEO is just limiting him because he's he's actually the worker <laughs> too, you know, <laughs> because he's going around and talking to people and saying, hey, um, the but same Holy Spirit in me that is in that person, God is saying, um, use crystal listen i've had clients that said they this they they felt they dreamt about the name crystal day got up typing google crystal day because no, they no. didn't the name didn't make sense and i came up and that's how i became their coach i kid you not in us in their dream god told them my name so it means that he's working for me um as my ceo but he's also working for me as my sales rep (laughs) right no it's true so um i say all of this to say that understanding that you know god is your friend um god is the in 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 isaiah talks about god being your husband right it talks so god is multifaceted so the idea of seeing him as a ceo is is just one way that you are able to say god you are in control of my life yeah you are in control of this business because the Bible tells me that the earth is a Lord and the fullness thereof. So it means that there's nothing that I really own. I don't really own this business. Whether I want to call him a CEO or not, he, at any time, he's able to 
do whatever he wants with his business, right? Whether I want to call him a CEO or not. I'm just a steward. But if a believer can really grasp the concept that, oh, hold on. This business isn't even my business. These people are, aren't even my people. These are God's people and allowing him to lead. I believe that we're able to make a, an eternal impact. And that's the difference between a kingdom-minded person and a kingdom-minded or kingdom-driven um, entrepreneur versus just an, a Christian who is a business owner. I don't know if yeah. you understand. Because the truth is you can be a business owner who is a Christian, but your, your faith is separate, right? Yeah, you got to work. Things. Yeah, you got church. You got you to do your business toward them separate. But if you are driven by the kingdom, I do believe that you think about people before profit. I think you think about serving before selling. Yeah. Right. I think you think about impact even before you think about the sale or think about, um, you understand? So these are some of the, the practical ways that I do believe that you can actually steward the idea of God being a CEO. The scripture, um, Psalms 127.1, I believe, if the Lord doesn't build a house, he labor in vain. Yeah. Um, that's a scripture that has held me a lot because the truth is when we do, we can build a successful business without God. Let's, let's, let's put that right out there. Yeah. Right. There are many, many Christians who have built businesses that did not include God. There are non-Christians that have built successful businesses without God. So let's, let's not, let it seem like, let me not pretend that oh if you don't build a business with god it won't be profitable no like no here's the thing let us be real god has um because he the word of god says he has made us in his image there are some things there are greatness in us whether we act, become a christian or not there is purpose on our life whether we become a christian or not there's we have passion we have gifts we have talents right that god has given us yes. because we are already made in his image um in genesis it talk about the tower of babel right when the man when man said Let, let's listen we're gonna build a tower go straight up to heaven and god looked down and said listen we need to stop them because they are capable of actually doing this yeah. right so it means that god has already from he from he blue breathing us right greatness is upon us and this is why man can um you know get, can say them hate god but yet still create um airplane right because he has already breed greatness in us but my in that scripture in one psalms 127 that you know those who labor in vain the truth is at the end of the day that script the scripture that says what does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul um is also important because many we know of many successful people that are going to hell no, yeah. we don't want to talk about hell because we don't want to <laughs> you know, uh, offend people. But the truth is, you got hell. No matter how successful your business is, no matter how impactful your business is, if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're going to hell. So everything that you built on yeah. this earth, it gone up as poof. It's, vain. Um, it's in vain. Um, Solomon talks about, I believe in Ecclesiastic, he talks about our, yeah, I think it's Ecclesiastic. Yeah. 
he talks about um the idea of okay why should i um build like he, he basically said a lot of us spend time building wealth building wealth and then when your children take it over because they didn't work for it um it, it just gone down in vain right yeah. so it, it's a similar concept when it comes on to business right you're trying to make money you're trying to build a legacy you're trying to come out of it you're trying to um yeah just become rich from for, for most of us but again at what the cost yeah. what's the cost god is holistic he's concerned about my spiritual my health and my physical personal and when we understand that it means that i can go to him about my business um, i'm struggling with you know something with a client i can go to him and ask him how to deal with this right i'm struggling yeah. this month to pay my bills right um oh god what what ideas can i come up with to create a different stream of income because this one is not just working um the final thing i would add to is the biblical concept of um tithing right tithing is a way that we are saying that we are putting our money where our mouth is we are putting our money where our faith is so a lot of people think that tithing is oh may I go sacrifice and give god um that certain amount of money no right i'm saying by faith if i give god 20 percent of <laughs> 10 10 10 10 of what i've earned right i'm yeah. saying that he can do more with the 90 than i can do with 100 that's that's it that's it yeah. it's not you know it's, it's not uber you know spiritual no i'm just saying boy god you bless me with hundred thousand dollars this month you know you know what i'm gonna give ten ten thousand dollars to the work because you're not giving it to the pastor you're, i'm giving this ten thousand dollars to the work of the advancing of a kingdom if that look like paying the church bills paying the pastor you know doing i don't care right what i'm saying is that you can do more with the 90 than i can do with the 100 so thank you very much crystal day that was life coach entrepreneur and book publisher crystal day thank you for being on our podcast today we, we enjoyed it i do believe persons were blessed thank today. you matthew and um continue to do amazing job continue to share your message continue to be an impact and believe me i do believe that 2021 will be a game changer year for you so continue to be awesome thank you very much god bless you too Thank you for supporting Godfidence this week. Please support Miss Crystal Day with buying one of her books. The newest one is Dear Insecurity. Yes, Dear Insecurity. So, of course, this is the God con the Godfidence um, podcast. So, I know the idea of Godfidence is that yeah. you are saying that I don't need to have confidence in myself in my own capabilities but if i have um that god confidence that i'm able to accomplish more now their insecurity my new book um really is it's cons it's called a woman's guide to release self-doubt and activate our god-given gifts to support godfidence wear godfidence not just for yourselves but for others you can purchase this shirt with one of our slogans shared here on the podcast order your shirt today on instagram from will underscore inspires that's a z at the end instead of an s thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of godfidence it's 
all we believe. I'm looking forward to hearing your questions, your answers to my questions, and your comments. Set your reminders to drop in next week. You might even hear your answer, your question, or your comment being addressed by me, your host, Will Inspires, or a special guest. Please tune in with me every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Remember, let's not just have confidence, but God's